Hello, everybody. Apologies. I am, as usual, having problems with Instagram and I cannot work Instagram. And if anybody wants to come on board and be my friendly Instagram worky person who makes Instagram work for me, then fine. So I have in, I have my streams through hopefully through Twitter and YouTube and LinkedIn on my computer and I've got Instagram through my phone. Um, so fingers crossed that that all goes okay. Um, so what I'm doing um, this evening is I'm doing a little bit of prep for myself before Friday. We've got um, a webinar on axial spondyloarthritis in women, um, which is being run by Armour, which is going to be hopefully really, really good. Um, the I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be about an hour long and um, hopefully we'll learn lots and lots from it. So um, that is yeah, really looking forward to that. So um, I'm hoping to jump on here and if I can show, um, if I can see some questions and stuff, I'm happy to try and answer any questions that people have about um, axial spondyloarthritis in women. Um, and mostly I'm going to be coming up with things that I don't really know, which is quite a lot, actually, when you um, when you go into it. So um, we've got lots of questions which I will be hopefully asking of the panel, etc. Um, when they are when they're doing their webinar on Friday, we've got a lot to get through. So um, I have written a blog on this, which you can find on my website. So you just go to rheumatology.physio um, and it will be the most recent uh, blog on there. It's titled Axbar in Women, Knowns and Unknowns. And that's basically known things to me and unknown things to me. So I'm going to quickly run through some of the questions that I've put for myself on there. Um, and I'd be interested to see if anybody else have has any other questions as well. Uh, I've got a few people joining on Instagram. Apologies about the angle. You're looking a bit up my nose, but I've had a, some technical problems with getting Instagram on the computer. So um, you're through my phone, which is sat in front of me, resting against my monitor. Um, so um, a couple of things that um, I know already about axial spondyloarthritis in women. Um, it affects nearly as many, if not as many women as men. Uh, we've known that for quite a while. Um, women seem to seem less likely to develop structural changes as men with axial spondyloarthritis. Women have an equal disease burden to men, so um, they certainly don't get it any milder than men, even though, that, like I said, there's that less likelihood of, of getting structural changes. Women tend to present with more peripheral manifestations, uh, but less classical axial symptoms. So it's more difficult to pick these patients up. They don't, don't, um, they don't present quite so classically. So um, we're not seeing our really obvious inflammatory back pain, but we are going to see um, peripheral arthritis, um, tendinopathies, those sorts of things um in, in women than we more of those in women than we are with men um women do have a lower association with hla b27 compared to men which um it's not a significantly massive amount from what i can find in the literature approximately 85 percent of women are positive and approximately 90 percent of men are but that still means there are going to be more negative um, results in women than there are in men so those are some of the things that i do feel like i'm quite confident in saying some things that I'm more suspicious of, I'm not certain whether I know it for definite. Um, women's, women have a longer delay to diagnosis than men. Um, I, I'm pretty confident in saying that, but I'm, I'm not certain. 
Um, average delay for axial spondyloarthritis is about eight and a half years, um, which is significant. Um, women are more likely to be, to be misdiagnosed due to higher prevalence of pain syndromes and things like fibromyalgia, um, chronic fatigue syndrome, those sorts of um, clinical diagnoses do seem to be more prevalent in women. And I wonder whether that is higher up people's diagnostics list than axial spondyloarthritis is due to this misinterpretation that is much more common in men. Um, and I suspect that suspicion in primary care is lower in women than it is in men. And all those things probably um, fit together. Some definitive questions um, for me are, why on earth are there these differences? Um, and you know, why do they, why do women present differently to men? Is it purely down to that lower HLA-B27 positivity rate? Um, is it hormonal? Um, what, what are the differences and why do they present differently? Um, and I think that may lead us to understand then the differences in their presentation a little bit better. How do we mitigate or offset those increased delays because of the less classical presentation? So um, followed on from that, should we have a lower threshold for referring to rheumatology or investigating, investigating in women? I'm not sure at the moment. I think I probably do have a slightly lower threshold for referral in women. And are there any aids that we can use to help our clinical reason, reasoning process in women? Um, and I think that, you know, that's a cheat. I just want someone to make my life easier. Um, I've had a, a good question in from um, from my good, <laughs> good friend, um, Alastair, who is the learning disability physio um, on Twitter and Instagram. And he's asking me where my fringe is. And I've tucked it behind my ear, Alastair. It's long enough now that it actually will tuck behind my ear. So if, um, just like that, look, it hides it nicely. I maintain an air of professionalism rather than um, 90s emo music band. Um, so these questions really, I think I'm going to try and answer myself on Friday or, or at least ask the panels and try and not get them to answer it and see whether I can inform clinical practice a little bit better. Because at the moment, uh, especially when I'm teaching on this subject, I find it difficult to separate women out from men when clearly they whilst it's the same clinical process or the same clinical diagnosis, their presentations are different. Um, so how should we go about assessing them? How should we go about managing them in the short, medium and long term? Um, and, you know, how do we be better? How do we be better at that so that we don't have any women falling through the gaps when really they should be going to rheumatology for investigations? Um, so I'm really fascinated in um, if anybody has any questions about the differences in women um, presenting with axial spondyloarthritis, I'm happy to give a bash at answering the questions now. Um, or if um, if absolutely not, because I've got literally no idea, then um, I will be adding it to my list on my blog for uh, for Friday to try and answer. Um, I am pretty tired so i'm hoping that um i am making some decent sense of being powered by some yoohoo lifestyle coffee this evening um myself and the other jack have been busy planning the um therapy live sport conference so um, that's been taking up a lot of my brain space and i was hoping to do this do this uh, live stream earlier in the week with a lot more preparation but i haven't really got to it at all uh, but there you go so um just jot down into the chat. I haven't had any chats coming through just as yet, other than um, comments on my fringe, which obviously is um, the best fringe in podcasting. That's my current assessment. 
Um, but if anybody does have any questions, otherwise, these will be my questions that I go through on Friday and try and answer. And then I'll be back in front of this screen, um, uh, back in front of this screen, trying to answer those questions that I've come up with. Alastair thinks that um, he doesn't have any extra questions for me right now. Thank you for uh, asking that, Alistair, or saying that. I think I've been fairly um, comprehensive with the questions that I'm unaware of. Um, there are some others. Um, I'm not certain whether women respond the same to medications as men do, but I think that they do from my memory of my um, from my memory of, of the research. But I'm not certain. Something that sort of skips my mind. Um, and um, I thought of, I sort of the reason behind this blog was really to put my put my head above the parapet. So show what I don't know. Give myself some give myself some um, reason to try and push into learning those things on Friday. So I don't want to sit passively through a webinar and um, and and not learn as much as I possibly can. So um, hopefully I will be back. It won't be Friday, but it might be uh, early next week answering some of these questions. So the main diff main questions that we're going to go through, why are there differences between women and men in axial spondyloarthritis? How can we mitigate or offset increased delays because of a less classical presentation? Should we have a lower threshold for referral and or investigation in women? And are there any aids we can use to help our clinical reasoning process in women? Thank you to anybody who's tuned in live and if anybody who's watching this or listening to it after the fact, then um, I'm very grateful for you spending your time listening to my voice. Um, please do head to my website, rheumatology.physio. You can find all my blogs and resources there. And there is a shop there if you fancy supporting me, getting yourself some um, resources to help with your clinical reasoning and supporting me to keep doing these free things that I try and do um, to improve our therapist knowledge of uh, rheumatology and physio and other therapies. So thanks a lot. Enjoy your evenings and um, I will leave your social media streams in peace. Bye for now.